You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Seems that every day the pundits all say Trump's legal woes are getting stronger. They'll indict him on the spot, maybe tomorrow, maybe not. Do they have to drag this out much longer? Aren't we there yet? How much longer must we wait? Aren't we there yet? Don't we deserve to celebrate? Meanwhile, he's raising bucks from his worshiping schmucks, but his base just doesn't care yet. We thought the end we'd reached each time he was impeached or his interference with the election. Bragging about sexual assault, hiding papers in his vault, oh, and starting a violent insurrection. Aren't we there yet? Business dealing so corrupt, aren't we there yet? Paying porn stars whom he stepped, will they forgive each lapse from Captain All Caps? I mean, he's never been on the square yet. The GOP once begged him to whine less, and a few really tried to omit him. But it turns out they're totally spineless, because clearly they just can't quit him. Aren't we there yet? Will justice finally prevail? Aren't we there yet? Can't they throw the bum in jail? Why won't they book this incompetent crook? Will the country ever be fair yet? So incoherent, he sounds demented. How many ways can we say unprecedented? What'll end the despair of this national nightmare till we all f- swear? Are we there yet? Don't stop the video. Just one more quick thing, and I promise I'll be fast. If you enjoy these weekly videos, I hope you'll consider supporting them so I can keep them going. You can do that for as little as $2 a month, and you get fun rewards. Check out my Patreon link and other support options in the description below, and I promise I'll keep helping you laugh at news that might otherwise make you cry. Thanks. Thank you, Lauren Mayer, everybody. I thought I had applause. There we go. There's the applause. It just was waiting for Lauren to finish. All right. Hey, welcome to a Tuesday. You know, I started with the funny because... um, 
because what's going on is not really funny. So although Laffy's here today, so we will have some fun moments because that's what we tend to do. Even when <clears throat> news is the darkest and and this week it's pretty fucking dark. Um uh you know, you got to you got to find ways to laugh. All right. So now we did Lauren Mayer, thank you very much. Go check out her Patreon um because, you know, us independent artists you need to support. All right. Well, now that that's out of the way, you know what? Let's not even wait. I, I don't want to wait at all. So let's uh, let's bring Laffy in, shall we? Hold on. I, I've got I got to make sure I've got the right the right uh, music up. You ready? Take it away. Oh, speaking of Lauren Mayer. If the news gives you the blues, here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with Carl Lappman and Nicole Sandler show. You might, you might not be aware that Lauren Mayer made that little jingle for us. And you can't hear? Laffy can't hear. You know, we test. Oh, shit. I see. I, I've, I've got my, my thing muted. Now you can hear me. I had my, my thing muted to you. So it's not a technical problem. It's just a Nicole, you know, screw up. Hi. <laughs> okay. Whew. Whew. Yeah, because, you know, we, we test everything. We really do. We really and, did. And, and we did, and everything worked fine. And then we kind of mute it. We leave the connection open. So we each do our own separate work. And then, yeah, so uh, I forgot yeah. to unmute. That's on me. I was checking, like, all my settings frantically, and <laughs> nothing looked different. And I'm like, come on, make it something No, and I did. see you going like this when I'm talking about, you know, the, the funny. And I'm like, yeah, so Laffy's here. We'll, we'll laugh. And I'm thinking that's what you're talking about, not realizing that you couldn't hear me. Anyway, uh, what I was saying is mm. our little theme, yeah. our little Tuesdays with here, this. If the news gives you the blues, here's the yeah. perfect It's Lauren Mayer. It's Tuesdays with Carl Lappman and Nicole It's really choppy. Show. It's, well, that's, you're hearing it choppy, but, you know, you didn't hear it choppy when we tested when earlier. When we tested it. What else? What, you know. <laughs> I what, don't you know. know. Whatever. Yeah. Ah, uh, so we're over it. You know, I feel a little guilty. I think like maybe we shouldn't be yucking it up um in the wake of of what happened in Nashville. But, you know, if you don't then the terrorists win. I'm oversimplifying, well, not only that, but, but it happens every goddamn day. I know. So every day we're going to have to be morose. That's right. No, every no. day we go on living and try to stop them from what they're doing. That's that's what we do. We can still smile, we can still laugh, and we can still talk about this very seriously. But yeah. in between, we have to we be able to You have to. Yeah. And if you don't, oh yeah. my god, you know, I, I was going to save this for later, but I am just going to jump into it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I'm consumed by this um piece. I hate to call it an article because it's more a multimedia piece in the Washington Post. Um that actually, I wasn't aware of this. I just saw it today. But apparently this piece was published Monday morning before uh -huh. the shooter went and murdered six people, three of them, nine-year-old kids in another elementary school. God damn it. But the article that the uh, Washington Post published 
Here, I'm going to, for those of you, today's today would be a good day to be watching on video because there is a big video component to this piece that's called The Blast Effect. And it says, it shows you what a bullet from an AR-15 does to the human body. And they did these these animations, basically, um, showing the damage. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show some of this and I'll read through it for those of you who are not watching the video. I know a lot of people listen to the audio stream, you know, the audio podcast or listen to us live on Progressive Voices or one of the other stations that carry the show. Um so I will narrate what you're seeing. But um I urge you to look at this piece when you can, either at the Washington Post website or go to, you know, my go to NicoleSandler.com this afternoon. I'll post today's show the way I always do by NicoleSandler.com followed by the date. So today will be uh, slash 3-28-23. I will link to this. And hopefully, hopefully they have this piece out from behind the paywall because everybody needs to see this. So uh, like I said, it's called the blast effect. And it says, this is how bullets from an AR-15 blow the body apart. And there is a note, editor's note. It says, we're publishing these 3D animations to show the destructive power of the AR-15. These images may disturb some people. And yeah, that's an understatement. So Mm -hmm. um, basically you scroll down. Mm -hmm. And the first thing you see is an animation. It says, the wounds show the lethal force of the AR-15. This picture we'll see again in just a little bit. But if you notice, they have the bullet entering, it looks like, in the shoulder. And the hole, the, 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 the path that the bullet creates gets larger and larger, Right. So that's the key thing to to recognize. It says so these right, that, that's what I think Lawrence O'Donnell was saying, that it enters smaller and yep. then it expands inside the body so that it makes it nearly impossible to recover from something like that's that. That's right. It and, explodes in the body. And even the people who who do survive, but who get injured, have such devastating injuries that that it fucks up. The rest of their lives. It's not something yeah. you easily recover from. Like, not that not that it's easy to recover from a regular old gunshot wound, but this is a regular gunshot wound times a million. So here it says, right. the wounds show the lethal force of the AR-15, but they are rarely seen. The gun is the weapon of choice for many mass killers. It works with brutal efficiency. And then they have some footage of different shootings. And it says... The scenes of chaos and terror are all too familiar in America. Here we go. The AR-15 fires bullets at such a high velocity, often in a barrage of 30 or even 100 in rapid succession, that it can eviscerate multiple people in seconds. A single bullet lands with a shockwave intense enough to blow apart a skull and demolish vital organs. The impact is even more acute on the compact body of a small child. And uh, one of the survivors, a guy named Joseph Saccharin, a gunshot survivor who advocates for gun violence prevention and a trauma surgeon at Johns Hopkins, says it can literally pulverize bones. It can shatter your liver and it can provide this blast effect. And he said doing surgery on people shot with high velocity rounds, he said body tissue, quote, 
literally just crumble in your hands. And then they say the carnage is rarely visible to the public. Crime scene photos are considered too gruesome to publish and often kept confidential. News accounts rely on antiseptic descriptions from law enforcement officials and medical examiners who, in some cases, have said remains were so unrecognizable that they could only be identified through DNA samples. So right. uh, it's just when you think about it. So here's an animation of one of these bullets going into the chamber in the AR-15. And it's telling you that this is a, oh, I need to make the uh, uh, the window um, fit so you can see the whole thing. But um, it says this is a 223 caliber sized round inside an AR-15. And it says what makes the weapon so deadly is the speed of that bullet. It is small and light. Its cartridge holds enough propellant to send the bullet flying out of the barrel at a speed that would cross six football fields in a second. That's insane. And then it's, it shows it up next to uh, a bullet from a nine millimeter gun. And it's a, it's a wholly different thing. It says the nine millimeter bullets are larger and they're inside smaller compartments, and they don't hold enough gunpowder to match the velocity of the uh, of the of the two twenty three, which is what the AR fifteen shoots. And then they show one flowing, flying through the air, and as it's just about to enter this animatronic figure here, basically, it says, "Any bullet can kill," and instantly. Sorry, I'm trying to. Uh, here we go. Make it so that you can read the whole thing if you're watching uh, on the screen. Here, let me pull this over so you can actually read what's up there. It says, any bullet can kill and instantly when it hits a vital organ. The higher speed of a bullet from an AR-15 causes far more damage after it hits the body and drastically reduces a person's chance of survival. As the bullet slows down, that energy is so massive it has to go someplace and your body will literally tear apart. And it shows the animation and how the little entry hole becomes this big hole as it goes through the body. I'm not going to read the whole thing for you, but it says a nine millimeter. Read that one, read that one on the timing. You know which one I'm talking about, the four minutes? Oh, yes. I, I'm not there yet. I will get to that one. Oh, okay. This one okay. says a nine millimeter bullet from the same distance takes a relatively linear path. And it's showing... You see, it's overlaid over the other one. It's like a thin, straight line. And it says because that bullet doesn't produce the same blast effect, it causes far less damage. The 9 millimeter bullet will will ex- enter and exit in a straight line. But the, the bullet from the AR-15 cuts this giant swath through the body and destroys everything in its path, which it's is like just... It's like a roto-rooter. It really, it, it really is. Um the bullet from the AR-15 causes torrential bleeding that's quickly lethal. And then they do a case study on two of the children, the six-year-old Noah Posner. And I guess this is the first time that his family saw exactly the trajectory of all the bullets that hit him. I'm not going to go through this. It is disturbing. I'll tell you that much. It's horrific, just horrific. And then they did the same thing with 15-year-old Peter Wang from Parkland. Both of them were killed by multiple rounds of one of these AR-15s. This guy, Peter, was shot 13 times. The shooter used an AR-15 he bought legally and fired at least 139 rounds. And then it goes through the, the, the number, the magnitude of, I mean, he was hit 
He was struck once in the foot, twice in the thigh, once in the torso, five times in his arms, and four times in the head. One of the bullets that hit his thigh fractured his hip bone, then partial, then broke partially apart before exiting through his abdomen. That's the kind of damage these guns do. And let me tell you something. If you're hunting with one of these guns, you can't eat what you kill because right. the bodies are destroyed. So I don't know what these shooters think that they could um, you know, that these are for sport. These are murder machines, murder machines. And here's the last part. It says Peter was one of the 16 Parkland victims who were shot several times. The shooter had equipped his AR-15 with the ability to fire dozens of rounds without pausing to reload, preventing people from escaping. In many of America's mass killings, shooters hit multiple victims multiple times in seconds just seconds. And then it tells us, well, I've had the page open for a while. It says, you've been on this page for more than 11 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, okay. This now it says it took 11 minutes for the shooter to kill 60 people and injure 869 others at a Las Vegas concert. Laffy, when, when you- Nicole and I, mm-hmm. when, yeah, when Nicole and I were, were reading this earlier, you know, together, she had been on the page four minutes or five minutes. It was four it minutes. This four yeah. minutes. And it said it, it took the shooter something like the same amount of time or, or five minutes Less. To, to shoot through all the people in the classroom. Or right. I've forgotten what it said, I, but, I, but it was, it was so jarring to read that because we're kind of just reading along and going, Oh my God, this is awful. And then all of a sudden they, sh- they, 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 like hit you in the face it with ends this reality with that of, so it changes yeah. it's obviously interactive the one when we looked at it we had been on the page for four minutes and they said it was only four minutes for the shooter to get through the school at sandy whatever it was this one right. it took 11 minutes for the shooter to kill right. 60 people and injure 869 others in las vegas what the hell are we doing people and then you have that idiot congressman who who represents that district and the photograph that's making the rounds on the Twitters and elsewhere in social media land today is of his family's Christmas card where he and his wife and two children are standing around the the Christmas tree holding, smiling and holding their AR-15s. I've got it here somewhere. It's just, it's, it's horrific. Horrific is the word. It's horrific. There aren't words. You know what? There just aren't words. Because horrific doesn't seem bad enough. It's used too much. I, I, it, these these people are, they're not people. They're, and, and I don't want to say they're animals. First of all, it sounds too Trumpy. And second exactly. of all, I love animals. I know, right. They're, they're animals sub- is too good a description for, right. for, for who they are. Yeah. And they are. They're subhuman. They're subscum. They are. They're, they're Here. horrible. Here's, here's the family Christmas for card. Life. I'm just going to show it on the screen so you can see it. It's uh, dad, mom, the son, and the older daughter are holding AR-15s. And the younger kid is holding some Christmassy elf picture. Are you kidding me? So I told you yesterday what I tweeted out to this member of Congress who, whose family this is. Um, this you? <laughs> Yeah, you're awfully quiet. What if your kids were in that school? He still hasn't responded to anything. Of course not. He probably never even saw it. 
Um, you know, because because uh, Muskrat has made it impossible oh, right. for your tweet to be seen by anybody anymore. So. Right. Of course, because yeah. we're we're shadow banned, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but if there was something, oh, where did okay? Let me close that. Um, it, yeah, the, uh, it it's so horrific. But I want to show you um, something else that I pulled. If I can find where I put it, because you know me, I have I have stuff everywhere. Um, my computer <laughs> is no different than my life. Okay, hold on. So <laughs> there is um, there's another congressman from Tennessee who was, um, uh, his name is Tim Burchett, Burchett, whatever. And uh, I think someone from CNN or some cable pundit, some cable reporter um, found him, got to him on the street and um, said, you know, is Congress going to do anything about this? His answer was shocking. Check this out. Uh, This is a member of Congress. Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe. And um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals. And my daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese. And he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. So really, really. So really? we're not going to fix this. Shooters are going to be shooters. Well, you know what, buddy? Fuck you. Let me tell you something. That's why you're there to fix shit like this. And if you think nothing can be done, then you don't deserve to have your job. Tennessee, what up? Vote this fucking guy out and the other one and the rest of them. Anyone who says we can't do anything about this doesn't deserve to have a job. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Just horrible. I, I, you know, can't do a thing about it. Throw up your hands. Can't, you know can't do anything about so, it. So if his family got mowed down by a guy with, or, or anybody with an AR-15, he'd just say, well, couldn't do a thing about it. So, yeah. you know, that's life. I'll miss them. But um, right. Can't change it. Can't change it. You know, killers are going to kill. My daddy fought in World War II. Yeah, that and and five dollars <laughs> will get you a cup of coffee. What else you got, asshole? Exactly. Oh, oh my God, man. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little disturbed by all this. As, yeah, me too. You know, first there was there was Newtown. And uh, that day will forever remain with me. I, I can feel the, the. Well, first there was Columbine. Well, but I'm talking about an elementary school. The Columbine was a high school, but Newtown, I remember that day so clear. And I heard they went into an elementary school. I'm thinking, okay, this is not going to be anything. Who's going to kill kids? 20, six year olds, six and seven year olds, first graders. And then Uvalde happened. And now now Nashville, this is madness, and this idiot is it, saying nothing not can be done. End, no, that's that's the thing. It will not end. No, it will not end. It will not end. Then to make matters worse, um, if if that is possible, uh, and we knew this was going to happen, and I said it yesterday, right after the news broke, that the shooter was transgender. Right. And I thought, okay, all of the Republican apologists for shooters are going to say, see, it wasn't the guns, right. it's, it's mental illness. 
Well, you know what? Anybody who kills anyone else is mentally ill. So, yeah, there's that. Mm -hmm. And your your hero, Ronald Reagan, is the one who shut down all the state mental hospitals and let everyone out. You might want to say it's Joe Biden. Stop it. That's bullshit. bullshit. It's just bullshit. bullshit. It's Ronald Reagan who started this whole thing rolling by by shutting down the mental hospitals. So they're out. That's on you. I, I, it's still on them. It will yeah, but remain right now, on their them. Their new talking point is not only uh, are, is, is mental illness to blame for everything, but now it's me- mental illness transgender. Right. Put them together as one word, mental illness trans, transgender, mental illness transgender. That's what they're doing. They're doing the othering. They're doing yep. the let's eliminate these yep. people. Yep. Um, let's let's make them as 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 despicable as possible and into into little terrible um you know nightmares for you yep and then you're all going to want to hate transgender people yep that's what now their new yes marge taylor green did that yes she There's did a bunch of them coming out and and uh, i don't i can't even and, and, can't. and let me i'm gonna i'm gonna keep ranting for a moment here and maybe yeah, this go. is misplaced anger but yeah look the shooter is a murderer i have no sympathy for that person right, that person is dead and I'll tell you something, I watched, they released some of the body cam video today, and I watched, it's the police going through the school looking for the shooter, and they finally found this person. When the, you see them on the floor, they're dead. And and I all I could think is good riddance. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God these cops weren't chicken shit like the cops in Uvalde were, and they didn't sit right. back while more kids were massacred. They killed this person. This person, the shooter, deserves no respect. I did say their name in What's News. That's the only time I'll say their name. Man, woman, or anything in between, I don't care. It doesn't matter. However, you know, as we're, and we're going to hear this ad nauseum for the next however long, the motive. Yep. What was this person's motive? And we hear they were a former student there. And now we know that this was a transgender person who struggled with it. The mother referred to the person who identifies as male um, uh, on on their LinkedIn profile. It says him, her. This Mm -hmm. person's given name, birth name, I guess was Audrey something or other. Um, Their name of choice was Stephanie something, but... They also went by Aiden on on some Instagram or something, um, but identified him, her. Well, most of the news media and sorry, Randy Rhodes, who's on the air right before me on the Progressive Voices Network, kept referring to the shooter as her, as she. Now, part of the problem of with people who who are dealing with gender dysphoria is the constant misgenderizing, misidentifying. Um, and you know what? I don't give a shit about the shooter's feelings, but there's a lot of other trans men out there who may have been born female but identify as male. And when you keep calling them a woman and a her, it ratchets up the the disturbed parts of them when you deny you when you tell them that you deny who they say they are and you keep calling him a her you are reinforcing the negatives on these people that make them lash out and do things i'm not excusing this idiot shooting and killing people but when you don't accept someone 
for who they say they are, you're making it worse. And shame on Randy and shame on everyone else who is misgenderizing, or however you say it, this person. Sorry, my vernacular is not right. But, you know, obviously, this person had problems because of how they were treated as a kid, especially at a school attached to a church. I'm guessing that had part of it. So I'm going to play you one more video. This is from CNN this morning. I didn't see it on when it happened because I wasn't there. But it's a really, I'm glad they're making this point because it's had me crazy for the last 24 hours or so. Here's Don Lemon. Yes. As a member of the LGBTQ community, I think this is important to bring up. And you as a parent can talk about these issues. So the police are identifying the shooter as a trans woman, would actually be a trans man. So there's sort of a misidentification there, but this is all new. I'm just wondering the identity of being a transgender person and also being identified as a woman does this pose any sort of difference or difficulty for the for police? Because it's not typically a woman, regardless of how they are identifying. So there are a couple yeah. of things here that are different and that we are going to have to talk about and, and delve into. Right. So each of these she, cases and she gets is it wrong here. going to have a particular difference, right? Whether it's uh, uh, someone is angry at their father or someone had something happen at the school. And this is a unique case, and we have to be sensitive about it to the extent that Audrey Hale identified as a woman. We no, do not identified see as a man. mass shooters uh, who are female, especially in particular school shooting uh, murderers. Those, that is, that is, uh, uh, this is actually, I think, the first time that I can remember. I know I was on air yesterday stating the same. And so that uniqueness is obviously going to go to only one part of this, right? Each of these school shootings has motive and means. Motive goes to the particular person, what's their mental health uh, uh, situation, what happened at the school, why did they choose that target? Uh, As Andrew was saying, what clues did they leave behind? What was their community seeing? And then the means. And then that's when you get the connectivity, right? That's when you start to see these are all starting to look the same, right? I sort of think now, like, we don't own guns in this country. Guns own us at this stage. And this is where we have to now focus on an important part of of an agenda, which includes mental health, protecting our kids, fortifying schools, but also the connectivity, which is a certain kind of gun. I, I, you know, look, pronouns, pronouns do not kill children, right? People with guns kill children. And it's going to be a distraction in our coverage and keep us from what we now know, which is each of these cases has a similarity uh, more than any difference. And that's the point I wanted to get across. Pronouns do not kill children. Children, people with guns kill children. This is going to be a distraction. And as someone just said in the uh, in the chat room, uh, this is another just right wing attack on trans humans. And uh, this is giving, you know, I I I hate to say it, but I'm guessing some of them, the the Marge Q Greens of the world, got some court some sort of a perverse thrill out of the fact, oh, this is a trans person. Okay, well, we can go after that. So, Oh, you know it. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt about that. I was waiting. I remember yesterday I said, waiting for them to to unify uh, against trans people, connecting it up with Mel. Exactly what you said that you were doing. I was doing the same thing. And then, coincidentally, one of my sons today said the same thing that you said that that the 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 mis, the, the whole misinterpretations and 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 labels and the all misgendering the, is a thing misgendering is going is is another thing that that will affect 
the 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 mental um I can't think of the word I want to say status that's not what I'm trying to say but the the uh, the, the, the way people are feeling about themselves right their self image right thank you um yeah no I mean it's it's really obvious how this is being um message by the right it's 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 Terrible. came together quickly and it's now it's going to explode right it, you so, can see it one by one by one by one message message tweet tweet now it's going to be organized into an entire movement that's exactly Watch. right so i'll tell you what we yeah. can do to be supportive and i get it look even don lemon said look this is all new it is all yeah. new and i look allison works in an industry where there are where there's gender fluidity, there's a lot of yeah. um, uh, non-binary people, and she quickly got the the hang of the they them, him mm-hmm. her thing. And uh, I'm old, I admit it, but I try to be cognizant of people's feelings, and I know enough. I know uh, you know. Look, I you. Everybody who listens to the show regularly knows Boca Brittany Summers, one of my dearest mm-hmm. friends, who is a trans woman. So I've learned an awful lot from Boca. And, you know, sometimes I fuck up and I'll refer to her in the masculine. But one thing I've learned and learned quickly is you treat the person with respect by referring to them in the way that they consider themselves. If you, you identify as a male, then I refer to you as a male or the other way. It just, you know, Wait, did you, did you actually say you expect them to treat people with respect? <laughs> well, not them, but us. And oh, so what we okay. can do All is right. just be cognizant of it. I know it might be a little uncomfortable, especially the older we are because we get set in our ways. If you have trouble saying this person who was born a female, who identifies as male uses the male pronouns and if you're uncomfortable calling that person a he then use the they they them it's easier than anything else and you don't have to second guess yourself because look it is all new but it doesn't mean we should discount them because you know constantly being misgendered is something that sets disturbed people off of course Uh, no i i I meant her his pronouns were him, his. Sorry, I said him, her. What is Charlotte? Oh. You know, that's me. That's just me speaking. No, him, okay. his. It, you know, is how they do the yeah. pronoun thing. It, it was easier when okay. we were kids. We, you know, we were male or female, but you know, people look. There were trans. I think they called them transsexual back then. They did. They called them transsexual. Um, but they've always been around. They just used to have to do it quietly. And now mm-hmm. we're saying, be you, you know, let your freak flag fly, whatever it may be. If you want to be you, people should accept you for who you want to be. And I'm not saying you're a freak. If you're transgender, you know what I'm saying? March to the beat of your own drum and whatever you do, as long as you're not hurting anybody else should be no one else's business. And yet, of course. they're going to make that this, be a given. this thing. Well, no, I know. Yeah. I know. So, anyway. Oh anyway. <sighs> Jinx. And that's okay, why so I wanted wanna, to start the show to... with a funny. Yeah. So, um, right. should we let the birdies out? I know let it's not, birdies, you know, yeah. it's tweets, well, it's toots. It's, it's okay. There's a little bit of everything. Welcome to my tweet Okay. Well, so, I didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. Now that's, I didn't, and we and I did when we were testing it. 
and and it's right here. I didn't change any settings. I know. I, I wonder I got, if it has to do with with um, the other problem up to YouTube and, or, or whatever. The, oops, sorry, the other problem oh, I'm having. Yeah. So you just got covered by my recorder. I have this. <laughs> yes, I sorry, did. let me move this. So I have this this recording software that I've used for 20 years. It's old, but it works. Except when it doesn't. And now, watch. I'm going to play this, and it's going to work just fine. But it may not. Hold on. And the, yeah, of what's yeah. New. that's just a bit for now. Hear this, Nicole Sam. This is your pre ports and the That's what this this is doing. So this is what's news. I recorded it. It's perfectly fine. I left it open in this program, and it gets all jumbled up. You hear this? And of what's new. That's just a bit for now. It's uh, it, it just yeah. all the pieces get jumbled around, and I was on the phone with with uh, Microsoft today. I'm like, yeah. I I deleted and then I reinstalled the program. I I, I deleted all the drivers oh, and reinstalled them, and I can't I figure out what that. this is. And it's only on this computer, so I'm thinking whatever the audio issue is, that maybe it has something to do with that. I don't Let's know. Let's just say that. Okay. It'll make us feel better. Well, wow. anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip into I'm gonna do the Canada thing. Okay. Second, I'm okay. gonna skip right over to Harry Littman, um, because it's a hot topic. Okay. Um, I'll stop with the messages. All right. So, um, I got a call from Fort Lauderdale while you were talking. By the way, from Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And it wasn't me. A nine five four number, it, huh? It was a 954 number, and first I thought it for some reason you were calling me by accident. Nope. And I, I was trying to see if your name showed, but it didn't. Anyway, all right, so I'm going to read you a Harry Littman thread. Okay. Um, and, and it's self-explanatory, so I don't need to intro it. Okay. The uh, This whole thing is from Harry Littman, the lawyer who is on TV. A district court rejects VP Pius, former VP Pius McKissass, that's my word, uh, Pence's speech or debate argument, and orders him to testify about everything other than the January 6th congressional proceedings itself. He can still appeal, but the stuff he's been ordered to testify about is the most important, one-on-ones with Trump, etc. It will be interesting to see if Pence appeals. He was obviously kowtowing to the MAGA faithful in bringing the claim in the first place. Now he has to calibrate yeah, if he's continuing to push, makes him look too recalcitrant, or if he just wants to part company from Trump. What does Smith need most need from Pence? The one-on-one conversations with Trump, where Trump ripped him into shreds, right. vulgarly, and showed his ruthless determination to break the law. What does he need least? The Senate public deliberations that the court said Pence may be able to shield. <laughs> um, with, see, with a good prosecutor questioning Pence's uh, hedged, precise, reluctant style should play very well. The prosecutor wants to pull every last word that Trump said out of him. Pence's discomfort in providing could make it clear that it's accurate. And if he tries to claim memory loss, it won't be credible. When the POTUS calls you the P word, pussy, yeah. uh, it is searing. Moreover, it is likely that he has notes for his memoirs, and those too he'll need to turn over, should be very dramatic testimony. By the way, the Pence ruling is the debut for a new chief judge, Jeb Boasberg, who has just replaced Beryl Howell. Oh. As people will learn, and Beryl Howell was really good. It was As great. people will learn, he, he is an excellent, smart, methodical judge. It's been very fortunate to have Howell the last couple of years, and Boasberg figures to be as strong. The basic distinction per news reports is that Pence must testify about alleged Trump illegality. 
That is consistent with construing the speech and debate argument as a limited immunity like executive privilege. It also corresponds to the most important evidence from Pence. Boesberg also has a parallel ruling rejecting Trump's executive privilege argument. Sorry that he had a period there argument to keep Pence from testifying. That argument by now is really a well-worn loser, but Trump could still appeal, which would delay things, but I think not for very long. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, this is a fairly obvious point, but Pence's motivations and calculus are so different from, for example, Mark Meadows and Rudy Gi Giuliani. Mm -hmm. His every move is to calibrate his remote presidential, <laughs> remote to say the least, presidential prospects. So, for example, maybe the move is to play the pained, reluctant witness, but give it all up. In terms of the prospects for appeal of the speech or debate claim, Boesberg's order had to be right. There can't be protection when the VP talks to POTUS, but practical question is whether the Court of Appeals will make quick work of it or take a while to decide since it's all new. Right. And that's his that's his little thread. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. With the breaking news that Mike Pence was told, sorry, buddy, you got to testify. And the chances are he'll take it all the way to the Supreme Court. Why? He's protecting Trump for what reason? His delusional belief that he could Here? somehow get elected president? I mean, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't but, know um, either. But it was a really, really good um, thread from him, really explaining things mm -hmm. because I kept getting all these, um, all these toots and tweets and stuff saying, you know, what's going on? This is, this isn't enough. This isn't good enough. And I said, yes, it is good enough. What he, what they're, what they're allowing him to testify to is, is major. Listen to the experts. And then I looked it up. And like I said, you know, the experts are agreeing. This is a big deal. Yeah. This is a really well, big deal. But he's going to keep fighting it. So to keep stretching, you know, drawing it out. Yeah, but the, the, the judges are not letting these things mm -hmm. get drawn out as quickly anymore. They're really, they're, they're a little tired of that argument. So, um, I mean, of the, uh, of the delays. So I they know what's so. up. And, and a lot of them are just saying, uh-uh, let's move fast now. Right. Now, now um, you know, the other thing is with the, the yeah. there's so many different cases. Obviously, that one's the January 6th shit. Yes. There's that's, the New right, York Jack City Smith. stuff. I mean, that's... Um, Jack Smith. Jack Smith, yeah. The then, New York City one is Bragg. Is Alvin Bragg. And that's the one that, you know, Trump told us a week ago that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. You know, that's such rumors. He's so full of shit. You know what? He raised a million and a half dollars in the three days yep. after he lied and said he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. He was the only person who said he was going to be arrested on Thursday, on Tuesday of last week. So please, you should have learned this already. Don't believe anything he says. Ever. Ever. About anything. Right. I mean, so, and when he goes into court, the reason they don't want him to go to court because he'll lie to the judge, course. he'll lie to the jury. He will He's lie. A liar. He lies about every fucking thing. Everything. Every time he opens his mouth. Everything. So the thing is, they had that attorney, his lawyer. He wanted his lawyer at the eleventh hour to come in and testify. And so then we heard that the mystery guest. You know, they had someone else testifying the other day, and it was David Pecker. Perfect yep. name for a person who facilitated you know the payoff for a a, a porn star to fuck a a trump <laughs> i can't think of a worse word to call somebody than a trump right now but um <laughs> you know pecker ran the national Enquirer and was you know he 
did these things. So he came back. He had already testified before this grand jury, but I, they brought him back, I'm guessing. To rebut, they said. Exactly. And to and to fine tune some of the points that he made. Yep. yep. Um, he was rebutting what's his name? Um, the, the other Trump the, the lawyer, the lawyer Cor- whatever his name is. I don't. I don't. Keep no, it wasn't Corcoran. It was another one, wasn't it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're doesn't all the matter. same. They, they're all not paid, and they're all liars for him. Um, just uh, as a little side note, because the only one we left out, of course, was the Georgia case the with Georgia Bonnie case. Willis. Yep. Uh, in charge of that one, and Stephen Fowler. I'm going to read this out of order because you and I have, have gone through these, but this oh. is out of order. Stephen Fowler is a reporter in Georgia, and he said last night uh, the Georgia legislature gave final approval, and Kemp will sign this, to a new oversight commission for DAs, attorneys, solicitors general, meaning that the Georgia legislature can determine whether somebody, it, it, what they call a bogus lawyer, a bogus DA, a bogus uh, solicitor general, they can destroy cases, they can, they can end... Uh, efforts, I suppose, illegal efforts. Now, he said, Stephen Fowler said, this is not about Fonnie Willis because apparently the legislature started this before uh, the Fonnie Willis case, I, from what I understand. But it does have something to do with Fonnie Willis. Now, she'll be pretty far along by the time they can ever get around to her. Yep. So maybe that's what he meant, too. But um, Maybe. Uh, to, give, to give any legislature... A say it's it's very Putin esque to to have them uh, have a say over what goes on in our court system. They shouldn't, no. it, especially in state court. I mean, it's one thing you're talking yeah. federal, but they've got no jurisdiction over what happens right. in a state court. By the way, yes, it was right. Costello. Um, uh, thank Costello. you, Simon. Thank Costello. you, thank you. Not Elvis. Yeah, sorry. Not, El- um, <laughs> not Elvis Costello. Um, anyway, I'm in Canada. You are, and. See? The background um, is different. <laughs> I see. I, I, and I'm going to take a moment to tell you, I just, I'm just oh. finishing my smoothie du jour. Oh, what are you drinking? Water. Ah, <laughs> it looked, per, it looked green. It is green. Ah. It's a green. Green water up there in Canada? You no, have green water? Oh, it's the glass. It's got green rubber around <laughs> it so I don't drop it. I see. Well, I'm drinking from my Blend Jet 2. This is the lovely geode design. Isn't it pretty? With a little like button it. that you press that starts the blender going. This thing is magic. So what I just mm-hmm. enjoyed was kind of a late lunch. I mean, I had a little something earlier, but I wasn't really hungry. And now, so this was a smoothie made with water, um, a, a scoop of a, a vanilla protein powder, um, frozen strawberries mm. and blueberries and ice cubes. And I blended Yum. it up and it was this icy, yummy mess that was just so delicious and healthy. And I, I, I was going to wait and blend it up again and then do the commercial, but I couldn't wait. It was sitting here and I just had to drink it. And it was so good. These things are great. I wasn't sure about it. I'm like, that's oh, kind of little. These things are sturdy. They're rechargeable. You do it with a simple USB thing. Um, and when, I, when I'm done with this, I'll take it in, in the kitchen, put water in, a couple of drops of dishwashing liquid, close the top, blend it up, and that cleans it. It's just so handy. It's so cool. It's simple. It is. It fits in the cup holder. You can take this to work. You take it to the beach. You could take it wherever. It fits in you your bag. You take it to court. You could take it to court and have your, <laughs> your, your smoothie. You can pack it up and blend it when you get there. Um, we have the same deal we had before, but with a different promo code. So you go to blendjet.com, B-L-E-N-D-J-E-T.com, put in the promo code FEEDME12, 
Feed Me 12, all one word. You get a 12% discount and free two-day shipping, and you help support this show. Uh, Blendjet.com, promo code FeedMe12. And um, that's my my smoothie of the day. Well, then I'm going to go right into another um, food. Okay. Soup. Soup. Oh, yes. yes soup. Yes. I hear they have I, soup up there where you're living now we in have, Canada. We do have soup. It's really weird. It's Canadian soup. But Mr. Laffey, he found Canada's soup Nazi. I didn't know Canada had a soup Nazi. Oops. Well, we didn't either, <laughs> but button. we found him. He, um, he went for takeout. Mr. Laffey went for takeout, uh-huh. and he uh, talked to the owner who's from Europe. And he is in Canada, living in Canada, running this uh, uh, soup place. And it's got soup and sandwiches and stuff. And he discovered that uh, after trying to sort of warm up to the guy, because the guy wouldn't, he was very unfriendly. And, and my husband likes to, like, you know, not be shunned. So he was kind of warming up, trying to, and the guy finally opened up to him a little bit. And, and my husband said, you know, we're, we're new in Canada. And he said, ah, oh, he hates Canada. He hates his job. <laughs> He runs the soup, but he hates the, his job. He hates socialism. He hates Canada's healthcare system. Oh. He hates Biden. He hates Biden, but he wants to move to, quote, capitalist, because he likes capitalism, Oi. capitalist U.S. Um, and I, I said to Mr. Laffey, does anyone want to tell him that there's socialism in the United States? Like, hello. Social security. Social security hello. Yep. Although, that, and, to, be, and, to be, you know, to be honest, the Republicans are trying to kill that off, but we're not going to let them. That's true, but... But this guy is Medicare age. I, I saw a picture of him. Um, and then when Mr. Laffey said to him, um, you're not for Trump, are you? And he said, I don't care who's in charge as long as I get what I want. And then he quoted Confucius. And he oh. said, Confucius said, doesn't matter what color the cat is as long as it kills mice. Yeah, that's what What? What? He doesn't care what. Who, who's in charge as long as he gets what he wants, as long as he kills the, well, the mice, course. as long as he eats. Yeah. So this, this was it a sounds typical, very Republican. Um, exactly. Now, my question is, if he came from Europe and he ended up in Canada, why did he go to Canada knowing it's a, it's got socialized medicine and, you know, or, or close to it? I mean, you know, he's got the Canadian healthcare system he had to know about, right? You would think. Right? And, this, would think. and he apparently doesn't know about the United States because if, if he thinks it's completely capitalist, it's close. But, you know, anyway, I thought that was a, a, an interesting little story to tell to um, to you and anyone who wants to listen. It, that okay, it is. On to it the, is. On to the shooting. Oh, I, okay. I hate conservatives and I don't want to dwell on that guy. Right. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying my Canadian experience so much that that really bothered me, just to tell you the truth. It really bothered me to hear what Mr. Laffey went through. Um, Aaron Rupar was, was talking about the Nashville shooting, and he said, reminder that Trump's idea for preventing school shootings is arming teachers and, quote, hardening schools. And the same Republicans who want to ban TikTok because it's so bad for kids refuse to do anything about the guns that are killing them. And then there was a lawyer on Mastodon who tooted Tennessee, and this is a kind of a long toot, Tennessee MAGA GOP have successfully banned drag shows, banned teaching about America's history, racism in schools, and just last week advanced a bill to expand concealed carry from handguns to all firearms, calling it a civil right. Yeah. Covenant School is a private Christian school. 
He says, I don't want to hear a word from MAGA extremists who claim mass shootings happen, quote, because we've taken God out of school. It's not God out of school. That's the problem. He nope. says it's NRA and gun lobby money in your coffers. That is. Yep. Yep. Spot on. Yep. Spot on. And from Ellie, our buddy Ellie, Ellie Mistal. Mistal. Yeah. He said, here's the, here's the Republican cycle of violence. School shooting. Yep. And he says, we are here again school shooting, then thoughts and prayers, then hardening schools, then criticizing liberals for politicizing the issue, then take more NRA money, then decide that the real problem is teaching black history, and then another school shooting. Uh-huh. Okay. That's pretty much the it's Republican cycle of Horrible. Life. Just, just absolutely horrible. Yep. It, it, just everything about it is just everything. fucking horrible. I, I don't understand how anyone can be these people. I don't, it it doesn't compute with me. I mean, I understand it uh, in my head, but I don't understand. (laughs) I can't fathom how people can be so despicable, so horrible, so self-serving, so in need of power that they have to uh, support stuff like this. Okay, moving on. Washington Post had a big story today. And I don't think it's getting much play. I know it is a little online, but I, I haven't watched TV today, so I don't know. But, quote, conservative activist group led by Ginny Thomas, yep. that's right, wife of Clarence, the uh, SCOTUS uh, justice, collected nearly $600,000 in anonymous donations to wage a cultural battle against the left over three years. The previous unreported donations to crowdsourcers for culture and liberty (laughs) were channeled through a right-wing think tank in Washington that agreed to serve as a funding conduit from uh, 2019 until the start of last year. The arrangement known as, quote, fiscal sponsorship, uh, shielded from public view details about crowdsourcers' activities and spending, information it would have had to disclose publicly if it had operated as a separate nonprofit organization. This sheds new light on the role money from donors who are not publicly ID'd played in supporting Ginny Thomas's political advocacy. The funding is the first example of anonymous donors backing her activism since she founded a conservative charity more than a decade ago. Thomas said partners in the efforts, including Cleta Mitchell, the chair of Public Interest Legal Foundation, yeah. a nonprofit that submits amicus briefs to uh, the Supreme Court in election law cases, and she planned to establish a pact to, quote, protect Trump, according to a slide that Thomas displayed during a closed-door meeting. James O'Keefe, the founder of Project Veritas, uh, out of a job, and Richard Vigory, a pioneer in conservative direct mail campaigns who would head up an effort to brand the left, she said. So angry staffer on Twitter chimes in, well, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but it seems like the wife of a sitting Supreme Court justice raising over half a million dollars to wage a culture war on half the country should be the leading story everywhere. Yeah. It should also be disqualifying for her husband to sit on the court. But this has been going on forever. We've known that yeah. Ginny Thomas, she brought people to DC for January 6th. She was complicit in this crap and 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 it's like crickets. So oh well we should really been active since the tea party. Yes. Yes. And this is a massive Directly. Conflict of interest. Not only that, Clarence left off the 
hundreds of thousands of dollars she earned with her political activities on his financial disclosure forms. And after that is when we learned, oh, Supreme Court justices aren't held to the same ethical uh, uh, standards as anybody else in the judiciary, which is bullshit. They need to fix that. If anything, they should be more clear of of any conflict they are a self-regulating group and you know what happens with self-regulating oh my god okay meanwhile now we're moving on to twitter since time is running out here cnn uh and then i'll give you the 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 commentary cnn uh elon musk has um or as i call him muskrat announced twitter's latest push to get people to pay 84 dollars a year for the social network yeah twitter will promote only paid subscribers (laughs) tweets and non-subscribers will not be allowed to vote in polls. And Elliot Mistal said, a Twitter poll tax is the most white South African thing I've heard today with a little smiley face. <laughs> that is very true. That is very so. So my blue check, which, as it says in my Twitter bio, was free. Fuck you, Elmo. It says that in my mm-hmm. Twitter bio, too. Um, allegedly, I guess they're going to take it away if I don't pay 8 to $11 yeah. a month. Screw that. Yeah. I just got a, uh, a blue check over at Post. They Did invited you? me to be oh. a verified account. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I haven't been Not on Post. I, I don't. I don't use Post. That's right. the thing. I I have an account. Yeah, I, I do think too. I, I, I think I've posted like once, twelve times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then they said, you know, I couldn't get on one day, and then a thing pops up that says you should um, be applying for a verified account. And I was like, uh, okay, so I applied and I got a verified account. Now they want me to send proof of who I am. And it's on um, an encrypted email. Yeah. And then that will self-destruct or something like that, or it, right. or it goes away, you know, like after a while. And so I, I didn't want to send my driver's license. And I'm asking if I can just send a picture instead of maybe my um, my um, passport, because it has less information sure. on it. It's just, it just said any government ID. So that's a government ID if I ever saw one. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see okay. what they say. All right. Anyway, well, good luck with that. Um, Ian Milheiser over at Vox said, SCOTUS is deciding cases at less than half its ordinary pace during its current term. He said it's not clear why this is, but his best guesses are that new security measures implemented after the Dobbs leak and the justices may not be getting along as they've become more partisan. And my my comment is good. Let them decide less than half. Let them decide no cases until we get better justices. Yes. Cool. Um. That's what I think. Can I give you some something fun that we can all do tonight, no matter where you are in the yes. world? In the world. You in the look whole world? Anywhere in the world. Um, the wide world? Yes. Look uh-huh. up to the skies just after sunset all this week, but tonight especially, right after yeah. sunset, and you will yeah. see five planets aligned in an arc shape. Right below the crescent moon, you will see Mars, Uranus, Venus, Mercury, and Jupiter. It says the planet should be aligned in an arc shape below the crescent moon. It will be visible anywhere on Earth. Here, let me show you this graphic just so you can can get an idea for it. Um, yeah. So is that what it's supposed to look like? Yes. So the Mars will be right below the moon and then quite down a bit, Uranus or Uranus, if you're a kid, um, Venus, Mercury (laughs) and Jupiter, like almost on the horizon that some people said that you may need a telescope to see like Jupiter, maybe Uranus because it looks so tiny there, but I love planetary things like this. I just, I, I do too. Actually. I think it's so I, cool. I really so, love that. And for this, you don't have to get up at three thirty in the morning and look to the skies. Exactly. It's going to be right or, after sunset. 
So I'm going to miss everything because of that. I'm not going to get up in the middle of the night or it always ends up being cloudy where I am. So I can't see that happens too. That happens too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. um, Should we finish with some uh, Jamie Raskin words of wisdom? Yes. So so Jamie Raskin, there was a hearing today on the COVID response and Jamie Raskin. Well, he delivered a Jamie Raskin. Five minutes of questions. Mr. Chairman, thank you very much. COVID-19 was a catastrophe for our country as Donald Trump presided over an historic debacle of a public health response. And you don't need to go to the American Medical Association or the American Hospital Association or American Nursing Association to conclude that Trump's lethal recklessness and lying led to hundreds of thousands of unnecessary deaths. You just have to go to Donald Trump's own COVID-19 advisor, Dr. Deborah Burks, who said that by undermining mass testing, not more aggressively coordinating vaccination and treatment, uh, not seriously implementing mask mandates, the administration failed to save at least 130,000 lives and probably a lot more than that. She testified, we probably could have decreased fatalities into the 30% less Uh to 40% less range, which translates into the lives of several hundred thousand Americans. That's Trump's own COVID-19 advisor. Beyond the million plus... Oh, and and he went on from there, but that's pretty good. Jamie Ruskin, I think he saw Springsteen was in D.C. this week, and there are pictures of him with little Stephen, who I think gave him another bandana, which is good because he's wearing the same one every day. (laughs) You mustn't... That's a fashion risk, so you need need to change out your your bandanas. Yes, you do. That's important. Um, Yeah, so... He's um, so good. He's so good. He really is. And look, you got to know, he's worked all through this chemo treatment. He's wearing the bandana because of the chemo, because he's lost, I'm guessing, most of his hair. And he still goes into work every day, just like he did after his son... I'm like in a ball somewhere. I, I don't know how he does it. He, and he does it well. That's the thing. And he does He's it not well. just like dragging around and like hardly talking. He's out there picking ass, just yeah. major ass. He's so good. Because he's the real deal. He is. He really is. All and right, Lappy. Yes, he does. He's he's the best. And I please, please, full recovery. <laughs> yes. Please, if there's any please. kind of superpower out there, uh, those of you who pray, pray, do what you do. Um, yeah, 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 please, please. All right. With mm-hmm. that, we're done. So tomorrow I am going to speak with, um, somebody who's been writing a long time. Uh, I think, I think he's been on Brad Friedman's show a bit. His name is Kevin Gustava, I believe is how you say it. Hold on. Kevin Gustola. And he's got a new book out about, um, I guess the prosecution of Julian Assange, I haven't read the book, honestly. I don't. They usually send me a PDF or something. I don't even think I have it. But I'm just going to talk to Kevin tomorrow and find out what the deal is. I am not a Julian Assange fan. I'm, I'm just yeah, not. Um, and I, you know, but I, I'm going to ask Kevin the questions. I, I, I believe, you know, he thinks that Assange should not be extradited, should not be prosecuted. And I think his, his um, viewpoint is valid. And I'll get the information from him. I'm not going to provide much of a... Uh, um, you know, a, a, a foil for him, because frankly, right. although I'm not a Julian Assange fan, I'm not so much of a foe either. I don't, I don't follow his story. I, the whole thing yeah. just, it, it, it gives me um, the creepies, you know, yeah, I just, I'm, 
I feel the same way exactly. Yeah. Of course I do. We're the same person. But it is interesting so, because he yeah. allegedly will be extradited and brought back here for a treason trial or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we should have access to some of the stuff that WikiLeaks put out. Uh-huh. Um, right. Starting with Chelsea Manning and the, uh, what was it called? The, um, oh God, now I'm drawing a blank on the, um, um, the videos of the people getting collateral collateral murder, it was called. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, and we definitely had a right to see that. And I'm glad we did. But again, Mm -hmm. Julian Assange himself, there's a weird cult of personality there that that creeps me out. So anyway, um, but that's tomorrow. We'll talk with Kevin and, you know, whatever else the day brings us. And Laffy, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Yep. Okay. Yep, I do. Enjoy the, the Canadian sunshine. I see you opened the blinds behind you. I did. I did because the sun didn't make me into a silhouette anymore so I could open them. <laughs> but yeah, the the weather's been amazing. Oh, it, it was that one day where it rained, then it snowed really hard, then it rained, then the sun came out the rest of the day. It was like every weather thing ever in one day. Yep. It was so beautiful. It was great. I love it here. Yeah. Good. Sun Are you meeting people? Home. I'm sorry? Are you meeting people? What? Um, not Not really. I mean, we know people from you know, but we've been, we get too busy. Like, you know, when we're up here, I work, I, I yep. do stuff, you know, and Mr. Laffey, he's not working right now. He's on hiatus, but um, the boys are here and we're doing stuff with them. And, you know, it just, the days go by. I just yeah. don't run out and meet people, but eventually we will. They're very you easy will. to talk to here. Uh, Canadians meet Laffey. She's, hi. she's your new neighbor. Hi neighbor. I am here. I'm okay. the hi neighbor. <laughs> I'm right here. Neighbors. Won't you, won't you be my neighbor? Okay. We do, we're friendly with our neighbors though. Yes. Speaking of neighbors, we have, we're, you know, in townhouse. So we're like Uh, right up against them. I hear, I hear you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. right. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. I'll talk to you before then. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right. I'll see you on the Mastodons, if not the Twitter. I hope so. All right. All right. Bye Laffy. And to you. Goodbye. Thank you for hanging for another day. (laughs) And I will see you uh, tomorrow. I'll leave you with the news. See, this is not jumbled. But, you know, if I tried to play it off my Cool Edit Pro, it would be all jumbled. Any any great audio engineers out there who understand why uh, my what's news here? I'm just I'm just going to share the beginning of it with you again, because this is what happens if I try to play it off my my program. Find out more. Full Sandler, Nicole, and Plur.com. No, that's supposed to be the beginning. I don't understand what happened. Why is my file all jumbled? See, this is how it's supposed to sound. Bye, everyone. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Another day, another mass shooting in America. Actually, the 129th in this year so far, and we're only a day 87. An attacker armed with three guns, two of them reportedly AR-15 assault rifles, killed three adults and three nine-year-old children Monday at the Covenant School, a private Christian school in Nashville. The suspect who was killed in a shootout with police was identified as 28-year-old Audrey Hale, a former student who had done surveillance and drawn maps of the building and had a manifesto. Video was released of the shooter's entry into the school by shooting out the front door. Now, reports about who this person is are still all over the place. One takeaway is that media outlets do not know how to accurately report on a trans person. Records indicate that Audrey Hale was a trans man who used he, him pronouns. Some reports saying he used the name Samantha Hyde. 
others say Aiden. Now, as with all these shootings, I will not say the name of the shooter again, as the murderer deserves no recognition. Instead, we'll focus on the victims, six of them. 61-year-old Mike Hill, a custodian at the school, 60-year-old Catherine Kuntz, and 61-year-old Cynthia Peake, a substitute teacher there, and the three children, all nine years old. Hallie Scruggs, the daughter of the senior pastor at the church, the other two, Evelyn Dickhouse and William Kinney. This should not be happening. There was a moment, as all the news crews were gathered to do their stand-up in front of the school, when a woman approached the microphones. Ashby Beasley, a survivor of the Highland Park shootings. Seriously. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I'm from Highland Park, Illinois. My son and I survived a mass shooting over the summer. I am in Tennessee on a family vacation with my son, visiting my sister-in-law. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons that they shoot each other with. Aren't you guys tired of this? Are you guys sick of it? We have to do something. We all have to call our lawmakers, and we all have to make our lawmakers make change now. Or this is going to keep happening, and it's going to be your kid and your kid and your kid and your kid next. Because it's just a matter of time. In other news, protests work. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced on Monday that he was holding off for a month on his controversial overhaul of the country's judiciary, which has triggered mass protests and strikes. His reversal came after the leader of a powerful far-right party expressed openness to a delay. Netanyahu had fired his defense minister, Yoav Gallant, for breaking with the right-wing government's proposal and saying that the plan was too divisive and was a danger to state security. Protesters say that the plan, which gives the government more power to appoint judges and curbs the Supreme Court's authority to overturn laws, would cancel crucial checks and balances and amounts to an attack on Israel's democracy. Well, that Manhattan grand jury examining the hush money that the former guy allegedly paid to porn star Stormy Daniels was back in session on Monday hearing repeat testimony from a key witness, former National Enquirer publisher David Pecker. So obviously an indictment is not coming, well, a week ago today or today. Of course, the former guy predicted he was going to be arrested last week, but there was no indication on Monday that the grand jury had even voted on an indictment. Moral of the story? Don't believe anything Donald Trump says. Okay, moving along. Another train derailed, again spilling hazardous materials. This one was a Canadian Pacific train. It derailed in rural North Dakota on Sunday. Local authorities and the railroad said there's no threat to public safety. Of course they did. And we've heard very little about it. So I'm just throwing it out there. Of course, we can't get through a What's Newscast without a little Florida news, and this one's as disgusting as any. The governor here signed historic legislation Monday that's set to give every student, K-12 through in Florida, access to a voucher to attend private school. 
making it just the latest to offer, quote, universal school choice. Really? Starting this fall, the policy change has the potential to add thousands of students to the state's voucher enrollment, whether they leave a traditional public school or already attend a private school without a scholarship or are even homeschooled. Florida Republicans are touting this as the largest expansion of school choice in the nation's history. Democrats are calling it a coupon for millionaires, and I'll say it's going to put the final nail in the coffin of Florida's public education system. Why do you think I call it Florida? I don't know why it keeps ending like that. That's so weird. Okay, well, I, I another gremlin. Thank you very much. All right, see you tomorrow, everyone. Bye. Got a little too much power, a little too much control in Washington, and average people just weren't getting a fair deal. And in some ways, the pandemic highlighted it, and it gave people a sense about what work could be like without.